Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. This is the second, almost an hour. Well, it's not even that. It's half an hour this time. So I have like 25 minutes ahead, and of that, five minutes will be ads. And so that means 20 minutes of talking to you, and I'm looking at my call screen page again, and it's empty. My dance card is empty. It always was empty in high school. Nothing. So anyway, anyway, won't you won't you please take a little pity, a little mercy on a talk show guy who decided he wanted to get out in the weather today and call 888-787-KLIF. Can I make myself sound any more pitiful? Pitiful or pitiful. Hmm. Sounds like a dog you don't want to adopt. 888-787-5543. Call right now, please. 888-787-KLIF. I'm here to talk about anything relative to gardening. Love to hear from you. Uh, so anyway, give us a call. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and get this first ad out of the way. These are my friends. They deserve to be heard right now. That's Baylor Scott and White. They have meant so much to so many of us for so many years, and most especially now. They are working so hard to keep us healthy and happy. They are the beloved healthcare workers who are out there on that front line. They have the hardest job of all right now, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. That's something you'll, you'll never hear at Baylor Scott and White. That's good enough. That just doesn't work that way. My wife is on the board of Baylor Scott and White in McKinney, and she talks about the Baylor way. That's the Baylor way. That's the way they do things, and that usually means probably always means that it's the best that people can do something. That's kind of cool. It's not easy to protect us from COVID. We're pretty hard-headed individuals. Have you noticed that? But we see the folks at Baylor Scott & White showing up every day and giving every ounce of energy they have to help us. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you and I can show our appreciation to the front line at Baylor Scott and White and everywhere. And one of those ways is to get vaccinated. Another is to wear our masks. Those are great ways to show our support and to share the messages on social media. That's another way that we can share the message of thanks to the health care frontline workers. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the front line, for all that you do to keep us all safe. And so once again, we say thank you. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in East Dallas. Come visit Jen and I at our new store in the newly renovated Casa View Shopping Center at the corner of Gus Thomason and Ferguson for all your home and garden needs. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Michael, very, very much. That's a nice couple that uh, own that store, a nice store. Um, while you are calling, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I will very quickly remind you that I'm on Sister Station WBAP on Sunday mornings from 8 until 10. I hope you'll make a habit of both of these programs. Love to have you join us there as well. And... um, 
That's enough for starters. Let's go to our call for this uh, moment. That's Debbie in Fort Worth. Debbie, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How can I help you? Um, I have in front of my house, and they're literally 12 inches from my front of my house, four hollies. I think they're Buford because they have the leaf that's soft and just has the sharp tip, mm-hmm. but they don't hurt you. Anyway, these things have gotten really overgrown, and I want to cut them back and kind of give them some shape, but I'm, I mean, I, I see conflicting information. If you cut them back, it could kill them because, yeah, you get like two or three inches into this shrub and it's all thick. Mm-hmm. Can you cut them back or am I just going to kill them? How, how tall are they now? They're about six feet, five, six feet tall. All right. And how, when was the last time they were pruned in any way? Well, I, I, I keep them pruned because they do grow pretty fast. They'll, they'll send shooters up. So I probably trim them a once every four or five weeks just because they um when when you describe the leaves um let's see how can i describe there are several plants in the burford uh, group there's regular burford dwarf burford there is uh, also one called uh, willow leaf or needle point meaning the the point out at the end of the leaf um, needlepoint and willow leaf are the are the same plant, just with two different names. It tends to have fairly flattened blades. They're 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 flat, and Burford and dwarf Burford both have leaves that are cupped. If you were trying, if you had just brushed your teeth and you're trying to take a, a handful of water to rinse your mouth, uh, that's the cup that a Burford holly leaf would have. Is that what you have, or do you have one that's flatter than that? No, I think that that's exactly what they look like, what you just said, yes. Well, I said all three of them. Is it cupped? Well, just oh, I'm bit? sorry. They they look cupped. Okay. And the very, that... you know how some of these leaves, you pick them up and they'll hurt your hands? These only have a sharp point at the very tip. Other than Everything that, I very... just described would fit that category. Oh. So I, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that and I stayed with that. Um, okay. Regular Burford is not very common. Any long. How how long have these been where they are? Have they been there for forty years or longer? Uh, you know, I've owned the house like four years, and they were pretty full grown when I got there. The house was built in ninety nine, so. Okay, there's my answer. That they're thirty two years old, thirty three at the oldest. So that they're, they're probably not regular Burford holly. Probably dwarf Burford. Um, and and so you're and that makes a big difference in my answer. Uh, you're. You're probably seeing them at their maximum height at this point. I would I would take them into a uh, a full time independent garden center. I don't know where you are in Fort Worth, but if you're out on the west side, I'd go to Archie's or Callaway's uh, or Callaway's something. Callaway's is by me. Yeah. All right, then go in and talk to either the manager or assistant manager. They'll both be certified nursery professionals, and ask them: Is this a dwarf Burford holly? Take a, a branch, maybe twelve inches long. And they can okay. compare it to one of their samples in the store. Um, you could cut a dwarf Burford holly back by, um, oh, 12 or 15 inches once or twice over a period of uh, six years and let it regrow. You wouldn't want to do that every year. Our son lives in a neighborhood in West McKinney where they have done that to needlepoint hollies, willow leaf hollies, and they cut them too far, and they did kill half of them. Now they're going to end up having to replace several miles worth of them. 
And yeah. I don't know what they were thinking because they didn't look that bad to start with. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, I would you can you can trim. I have uh, willow leaf hollies around our deck, and we trimmed them back about eighteen or twenty inches uh, four or five years I guess ago. I guess that's my fear. I I think if I take them down by a third, maybe, which is a great height for this house, then all I'm going to have is a bunch of sticks. And well, you, know, you will initially, years, but if you do it now, Debbie, in the next four weeks, then the the sticks should sprout out and fill oh, in okay. and look nice. That's your goal. You don't want to wait until after they start growing in the spring, because then they'll put all that oomph into the new growth, and you'll cut them back, and that that runs a much greater risk of killing them. If you can oh, do it okay. in the next two or three weeks, then you'll have the best chance of their coming back. Here is what I present you with. You have 30-year-old 30, 30 plants um, or 25-year-old plants, and you're not happy with them. You have, you have a couple of options. You continue to be uncomfortable with the plants you have. You take a chance, cut them back, knowing that you might have, uh, you might have to replace them. Or third, you just replace them and start with something that's shorter. Um, and, and so those are your choices. I would go with the middle choice. Let's give it a chance and see how it does. And if, okay. if, uh, if you end up having to replace them, it's not the end of the world. They're not that expensive to replace, and you have a better look. I'm about to do that with a bunch of plants in, in our front yard that I've just, okay, I'm done. Two years of looking yeah. at them, I'm done. <laughs> just, they've been there 40 years, and I didn't think you were that ugly, but you're getting uglier every day. I'm yeah. done. yeah. These, these kind of look like they're trying to eat my house. But, by the way, you give wonderful advice. You gave me advice last year on red tips that someone had planted in my backyard that were mm-hmm. 12 foot tall, and they were gorgeous. And you said, be careful. And guess what? They got the red tip disease, and they're oh. all dying off. Oh, but, gosh. you know, I mean, I had them for four years. So, And my crepe myrtles that you said would come back. Even though I thought, no, they're dead. They are came back and they're beautiful. Atta so. girl, you know one so one thing you. that would one thing that would, th- you're welcome. Th- one thing I would add uh, on the uh, hollies uh, that would move me forward toward taking them out sooner rather than later is that 12 inches from the house. They need to be out yeah. three or four feet. That will make That's them much I mean. healthier, and and that might even make me do it now rather than cutting them and waiting. Because that's, that's, I don't think. Yeah, you know when they plant them small, I don't think they realize how big these and how close they are to the house. Because that's they exactly are. right. You're right. Well, well good luck with it. So Thanks much. for the call. You bet. Take care. Good day. Bye. All right. Take a break. Then we come back. We have uh, Frank and Frisco. And uh, oh, there's a good question. Hope I have an answer. We'll find out together. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is now in its fifth printing. Let me just tell you what what this could do for you. Uh, There are 840 photographs to help you see what plants look like so you can make the right choices in all the different kinds of plants. 344 pages, more than 25 multi-page charts to help you make the right plant choices. Chapter 2 is a calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your place to help you do the right things at the right times. This is all about success in gardening. I self-published this book so I wouldn't have to work with a committee that would say, well, here's what we want to do to cut costs. Here's another thing we want to do to cut costs. We have too many photos. We don't want to have to do this or that with all those photos. Okay, whatever. I want to do this my way. And so I hired Carolyn Skye and Cindy Smith to be my editor and graphic designer. They are incredibly talented. And I knew that they would not let me get off off course one degree. 
and uh, I put all faith in them, and the three of us did this book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening covers every topic of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables, it's all in there. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon, so you're buying a pig and a poke. I give you that. I understand that. So I always promise a full refund if you're unhappy for any reason. I sign every copy as it sells, and if even if, if you're unhappy, even if I've signed the book to you or something, I will buy it back. 73,000 copies sold so far. Not one request for a refund. Here are the two ways you can buy it. NeilSperry.com or call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800 752 GROW. That's uh, NeilSperry.com or call 800 752 4769 weekdays. The better way is at N E I L S P E R R Y. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. My program is sponsored by your locally owned North Texas Ace dealers, Ace Hardware. Ace is the place where you find helpful people that step out of the out of the aisles to say, may I help you? They're kind of watching you just to see if you're looking down their aisle. And if you are, they gesture to you. Is there something I can show you? Is there some question I can answer? They know what they're doing. They specialize in paint or plumbing or electrical wiring or in tools or in housewares or in gardening. They have specialists in each of those fields to help you. When you run aground, stop in at Ace, and you'll find that it doesn't cost any more. You get better uh, supplies, and you get much better advice. And the other thing that is so neat that I like so much is that you're dealing with people who live in your town, who are invested in your town, probably are on the local school board or uh, maybe coaching a little league team or maybe chairing a committee at your church or whatever. They are local people who own and operate Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the great merchandise. Ace is the place with the great people. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams 
Thank you very, very much. There was a time about 10 or 12 years ago that Lynn and I had been, my wife and I had been talking about, about replacing the shutters that we had in our, in our windows. They were kind of shutters. There were some things that I had bought. I still remember the cellophane wrap around them. And then they had a place for inserts with little rods and, and, and she and her mom made curtains that went in there and they ruffled up and they looked just great. And then they got dusty and then they got stiff and then they got awful. And so we were beginning to say, we just got to make a change. And then I got a call from Sunburst Shutters saying, and it was not a solicitation call, we'd like to come out and show you shutters. It was, Neil, we'd like to consider advertising on your radio program. And I said, well, let me come take a look. And when I took the look, I fell in love with the product, just a great product. And I kind of fell in love with the people who run and, and work at the company. I got to meet the people in the factory. I got to meet the people who do the sales. I got to meet the people who own the company. And I thought, this is wonderful. This is a great company. Sunburst shutters are made of polywood. It's a man-made material. It doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. These are, uh, these are, uh, plantation style shutters, big shutters, those big louvers, and they operate so easily. And they're custom made to every opening in your house. Even if all the openings are the same size, not a problem. They make them to fit each opening. They're the best it gets. And, and that was the way that we got acquainted with Sunburst shutters. You can do the same thing by calling 214-343-2601. They'll come to your home with samples. 214-343-2601. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. I'm Alan from Justin Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great Traeger grilling products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Alan. Another one of the leaders of the Ace Hardware team and uh, another friend of mine, really good friend who runs wonderful stores. Let's go back to the phone lines now. We're going to have TCU basketball in about, uh, oh, six, eight minutes pregame. All of that. So let's go to Frank in Frisco. Frank, this is Neil. Good morning. Afternoon. I'll get it right. How can I help you? Good afternoon. I just wanted to thank you for personally signing all the books I buy when I give them away to my clients as a housewarming gift, as a you know, as a realtor. Well, they all you. love it. And, uh, they use it on. You know, some say that's the best coffee table book they had. Just the where they sit down at any time and read it, and it looks the pictures are just amazing. Well, thank you. Uh, my question was about my son bought a house in South Carolina, and the weather seems somewhat similar. I know the soil conditions be different. I was wondering how effective your book would be for him. Would the plants would be somewhat similar, or would it be a lot different plants? I think the plants would be very, very similar. And if you consider not so much uh, our soil here in the Metroplex, but the soils of East Texas probably would translate uh, almost uh, entirely. I. I've been in South Carolina several times. I haven't spent any time gardening in South Carolina, but I suspect that there would be areas of Texas that would be very uh, similar. Uh, how cold does it get where he is? Uh, it's uh, probably a little bit colder, but not a whole lot colder. Uh, he's uh, He's got a wooded lot, and he's planning on taking out about a third of the trees to make a food forest. And I'm thinking that the only... Where he's planning on planting his garden would only have vertical sunlight uh, because there would be tall trees surrounding it. I mean, he would have a nice 
it's a three acre lot, so he has room around it. But would that be enough, just overhead sunshine? You talking about midday, straight midday. down? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. You need six or eight hours of sunlight for vegetables to do well. Leaf and root crops will do well with less sunlight, but tomatoes, beans, squash, things like that, corn, are going to need uh, almost full sunlight. Does he not have a, a part around a perimeter or somewhere on the three acres that that would be? Would His be... house is right in the middle of of a wooded uh, a wooded lot. It's a beautiful lot. Well, I've got about the same thing. We have 11 acres, and to put a garden in, I'd have to go uh, 150 yards from our house, probably. Well, the only problem is it's the the neighboring lots are are all wooded. Yeah, uh, I'll check out the time when I'm there in yeah. the spring. The yeah. other question I have is, I planted in my garden. The only space I have at my house, you know, in my Frisco subdivision house, is between the houses, and so I'm always struggling with enough sunlight there. But I was wondering if tomatoes and things you're going to eat can be planted next to a house we have to worry about, you know, like insecticides or anything that were were sprayed on the foundation, or is it safe to eat things growing right up next to your house? Absolutely. Um, Yeah, the the insecticides are used for uh, indoor structural pests or uh, highly regulated too, and and the old days of using long-lasting things are kind of gone, and uh, so I don't think you have any worry at all. I would be more concerned about uh, whether you do have enough sunlight there. Once again, if you're in a canyon uh, where you only get daylight for uh, five or six hours, four or five hours, that may not may not be enough. I'd try to come to one end of the canyon or the other where you have uh, kind of a crescent of of light. I, it depends on how the house is angled. I'm thinking about houses where I've lived in in urban areas, where the, uh, in our case, in in Farmers Branch, the south end of the property, uh, the south end of the in between houses, uh, had more sunlight, sure. and I could have put tomatoes out there, and they would have done quite well. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I know it's a a compact area, and I really don't have enough time to work, you know, a bigger area. But I do, well, choose, I do. choose the vegetables that you like the most, and, and for mm-hmm. many people that would be tomatoes, and concentrate mm-hmm. on two or three plants. And mm-hmm. and and then a lot of your leafy and, and uh, oh, herbs, things like that, will tolerate more shade, and they don't take up much room, and they can be kind of fun, and they don't, they don't demand a lot. And so they can, they can be easier. Um, but the high-maintenance and full-sun vegetables, maybe you have to buy those. Yep. <laughs> I guess so, but I thank you again for all. I know your hand must get tired when I buy like five or ten of these at a time. And you're, uh... you know, Frank, five or ten is not a problem at all. The thing that that gets me is uh, when when I get uh, and and it's, this is not a complaint. It's uh, when I get the list from Gretchen and there are uh, three hundred fifty books to sign, and and it's just the <laughs> lifting of them. It's my shoulder, my right shoulder, that is. Lifting them off the stack and signing and starting a new stack to get put in boxes. That's what hurts. It's not the hand. It's his right shoulder. So that's everybody should have a problem. Okay, that sounds like whine, whine, whine. <laughs> so, when I show my client good. that you, you know, your little uh, signature and everything. I mean, they are. Impre- it's a. They seem very excited. Their eyes are very bright. Oh wow! And they start looking at it instead of listening to the title rep. Uh, oh. And their papers. 
anyway, well, that's, a, uh, that's exactly why I wanted to do it uh, uh, myself and not have it go through Amazon or through stores. I wanted to be able to do that. It's it's been a lot of fun. So anyway, well, I really appreciate that. You're very kind. Well, we appreciate you. Thank well, you very much. Thank you. Have a great day. Take care. Bye bye. All right, folks, we're going to be leaving the air in about about a, a minute or so, and. Uh, uh, so that's for TCU basketball. We have the same thing happening, I believe, next week. And uh, so go Frogs. Go Frogs. We're rooting for TCU basketball. i got to tell you a story about our uh, son, Brian, who uh, does stats for the Mavericks uh, uh, TV broadcast. Brian was, uh, he had given me this advanced uh, stat, uh, and it, it happened last night. I was watching the game. Uh, you know, Luca has gotten a lot of triple-doubles. And last night he was one assist short of a triple-double. And when he got that assist with an incredible assist, I hope you get to see it on a replay sometime, uh, he got his 40th triple-double of his career. All Mavericks prior to have 40 triple-doubles combined in the 42 years of Maverick basketball. Thank you for listening. Until next week, happy gardening.